RadioInfluence.com. Hello, pretty ladies, and welcome to Instant Pretty Podcast. I'm Talia Keen. And I'm Abby Kiefer, and we are your hosts of Instant Pretty. We are continuing our five-part wedding series and talking about venues and floral arrangements for the big day. Today, we are joined by event planner Elizabeth Rodriguez, one of my very best friends. She works for MMD Events in Tampa. MMD Events specializes in wedding, corporate, and social event design around the Tampa Bay area and beyond. <laughs> Liz will be sharing with us the ins and outs of events along with floral design for your wedding event. Hello and welcome to Instant Pretty Liz. Hello, Hi. Liz. Welcome. We're so happy to be here. <laughs> we. Yes, myself <laughs> and I. I'm for my whole team, MMD. <laughs> Fabulous. Okay, so let's get into it. Um, this is a big decision for brides and it involves subject matter to cover is the actual event location or the the venue. Uh, The locale of your wedding sets the tone for the overall experience. Tell us about your role at MMD events and about MMD events. So at MMD, we are a full production event company. So the majority of our work is in weddings, but we do do corporate and social gatherings as well. Uh, And we typically work with a planner or venue to uh, design the whole day for the client. So full production is florals and lighting, um, pretty much anything from floor to the ceiling in the room uh, or church or whatever venue the client's picking. So it's our job to help design them and pull in linens and chairs. Uh, Sometimes the linens could be from five different companies all over the country. So it's our job to really find the best things to encompass uh, their vision for the day. Okay, so this is this is actually not even in our notes, but so I just want to be real clear about this. So this isn't necessarily you don't work specifically with venues. I'm sure there's overlap with certain venues to work with over and over again. Mm-hmm. But you have the relationship with all these vendors, then you bring all the pieces together. So are you working generally with the bride and groom or are you working for the venues? So typically, like you said, we do have relationships with certain venues like the Vinoy. We constantly are there just because the scale of their weddings uh, correlate with our scale. Um, But it's the planners that bring us the brides. Okay. Uh, And typically if the venue... The, the client doesn't have a planner. They will suggest us to them if we're in their scope. Um, but we typically... <laughs> so do you, do you work pr- directly with the brides ever? Okay, so... Is this, or is it more the planners the and planner will behind bring, the scenes? The planner will bring the bride to us. We'll have an initial style meeting to discuss everything they want. Okay. From there, we will create a really detailed uh, proposal that has line items of everything we see, images, uh, descriptions. Okay. Uh, the planner will go over that proposal with them. Uh, we'll make the changes, and then we'll do a table set, which is really rare. Uh, we will pretty much have a mock wedding in our warehouse. All oh, the wow. linens, flowers, lighting, chargers, tables, chairs, bars, furniture, uh, where the clients can touch and feel and see. Uh, and something they thought in the proposal maybe they liked in person, they could say, oh, no, mm-hmm. this is atrocious, change everything. Uh, a lot of times they just sign off and love it, come in, see it. It's just a fun, happy day, and we don't see the client again until the wedding day. Do you, um, again, kind of off off mm-hmm. topic here, not off topic, but off our notes, um, do you, is this like a normal thing that occurs in weddings, or do you find that MM, MMD events is pretty unique in offering this? As so far as we a- are higher end. So a lower end client would do it themselves or right. with a the smaller planner, pick okay. a linen, 
uh, use a house Piece it chair, together, pick piecemeal. a shivari chair, find a florist. Um, but where we really cater to everyone is they have one person they deal with. I see. I And it's the logistics side as well as the design side. When I do a proposal, I might be in contact with 15 to 20 different vendors. Wow. Getting the chairs and the silverware and, you know, flowers and lighting. And it's a lot of work on our end, but that's what they're paying for. So knowing that every piece is put together design-wise, but also seamlessly on the back end, who's delivering at what times, like, it's a lot. But right, right. It sounds, it's, yeah, it's so. what it's worth people feel for these on larger top of scale. our design like aspect of it they like knowing that it's all from one person if one thing's wrong our whole design's wrong and we won't allow that to happen right understood what's your background so i am from key west and that's like the number one wedding destination over vegas in the country wow and so i always knew living down there that weddings were something i was interested in so i went to college at fsu go Knowles, um, <laughs> for business and i had a minor in hospitality thinking i wanted to be an event planner because right. down there the design aspect of events isn't as big it's seashells and sand weddings they're right. not predictable and cute kind of predictable <laughs> yeah um but when i moved to tampa two and a half years ago one of my friends from home is a nanny for um mmd events i see their daughter and I was like, wait, this is what I actually like to do, not plan uh, the food and the photographer. I right. like to do the design of it all. So, And Liz is really good at designing. She's like very good at seeing something and having it all come together, not only with events, but like her room and like <laughs> outfits. Like she's, all, she's like such a meticulous, detail-oriented like person. And like you mentioned, logistics. You mm-hmm. probably just gravitate towards yeah. the satisfaction of mm-hmm. knowing all the different pieces yeah, that need to work to get it uh, done. The timeline for this Saturday's event, and it's four pages long. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wow. like, breathe now. Uh, at 10.45, you have a bathroom break for three minutes, <laughs> and then you have to get back to putting weddings on. Right. So when a bride chooses a wedding venue, what are some major things to consider? Now, again, this is just based on your years of experience within the event planning scenario. Mm-hmm. What do you find is well, important? location. Number sure. one, uh, location based off of where your guests are staying. If you're getting married at a church, you don't really want it to be 45 minutes away from uh, the ballroom venue. We used to see that happen all the time in Atlanta. It's so it, far. It is. And it's it ruined. People get lost. People get lost. <laughs> and then you have your pokey ones and you have those people that are late uh-huh. for everything. And it's just yeah, it's terrible. That's definitely a big one. Uh, and then another thing on venues is what they offer uh, as their base is there. We tend to spend more money than you would like to know on covering the ugly in a room. Okay. We've recarpeted ballrooms, draped the whole thing out. And if you just find a space where you could spend your money on the pretty instead of covering the ugly that no one even knows you spent thousands of dollars to recarpet the bright pink paisley carpet that has no, like, doesn't go with your all white wedding, like, you can use the money and be so much more valuable with it. Right. So we tend to like to find venues that go with the look of the event. And sometimes that paisley carpet goes great if you want a bright, colorful Lily Pulitzer wedding. Right. But if it's all white, it's just not going to work. Right. Absolutely. So what can a bride expect to pay? Like, what are normal fees you're seeing in an, in an average? Or you say you do bigger events, more high-end events. So 
It it all What's depends. The and this is a actually we were talking with one of the planners we constantly work with the other day. It's really hard to give um, anyone a budget idea because it's a rolling number based on their guest. So adding 10 more people, that's adding 10 more chairs, 10 more charters, 10 more glasses, 10 more silverware, could be a whole nother table. And a lot of time a client will say, oh, I want to cut back. I'm cutting back 10 people. But those 10 people are from five different tables. So you're not really cutting a full table. Right. So you're not cutting a centerpiece. You're not cutting a linen. Yeah, true. You're just cutting a few things. So it's a, it really is a rolling number based on your guests. And that goes for decor as well as food. And a lot of places, hotels uh, and ballroom venues have food minimums that you have to meet regardless. So even though you might not want to do a full steak dinner or something, you still have to meet that minimum. So we recommend them doing you know, late night food snack stations or a more elaborate dessert station to get to that minimum if they can't get there right. or higher end drinks. But Well, what's the most outrageous price someone's had in your experience has paid for their wedding? Oh, a lot. A lot <laughs> Let's of hear the number. Let's hear the number. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. A million when it comes down yeah. to every single aspect combined. Because there's things that you, you forget that are even factors. I mean... We deal, like I said, with everything pretty in the room, but that has nothing to do with the band, the photographer. A lot of times we hire in a company to be the bartenders from L.A. because everyone now is into craft fancy cocktails. So you bring in bartenders from L.A.? There's nobody qualified here in Tampa? (laughs) So that company, because we have brought them so much, has started a little segment oh, a here satellite in Tampa. Um, but their boss comes and oversees them all. They do some crazy stuff. We have... Are they all like supermodels too? And yeah, they dress shirtless. You know, and when you think about <laughs> like hotel staff bartenders, they're in a white button yeah. up and, and some slacks. They're not making these craft cocktails. They don't have that look that yeah. the speakeasy the bars lately. <laughs> so yeah, the people come in, they're good looking, they're dressed to the tea and they make these cool drinks and one thing they offer that's an addition it's called sip me and it's the coolest thing it's a photo booth where abby and i can get in the photo booth take our picture and 10 minutes later the bartender will bring us our drink with our picture printed on the top oh, and you can drink cool. it it's like out of it's like the foam, the foam or on top oh. they print your picture that you just took in the photo booth on the top of the drink so you probably don't even want to drink it for no a minute, right it's, it's at least, for the at least take a picture for it's instagram all for the instagram but oh, that's, that's so cool. And that's where events and restaurants and everything in today's world are going to. It's got to be Instagrammable. Right. Like, all day. <laughs> Makes sense. All right. And in, as an event planner or designer, rather, are you involved with the catering, decorations, lighting? We basically kind of covered some of this, but how? No. what's the scope of vendors yeah. that you guys typically deal so with? So our basic full production is like I said, from floor to ceiling, if we were re-carpeting, the chair, the linens, all that. Um, but there are times when we feel that the theme, uh, it's so important to maybe incorporate other things. So we'll suggest that in the foyer that you play this type of music or that you bring in grand, if we had a Gatsby themed wedding and we're like, you need Grand Bevy, you need yeah. this bartending company to make these cool drinks that go with the vibe uh, will suggest how the cake should look to incorporate. And we're friends with all these vendors, uh, hands-on suites of people people we use for cakes, like I said, Grand Bevy um, for the bartender. So we are used to working with them and we tell them and we trust them. So we're like, we're doing this great Gatsby themed wedding. 
we think the cake should look like this. And she'll say, oh, no, I have this new idea. You got to do this. Right. And then we all work together to bring it in cohesively. Like, it's amazing. So are these these companies that you partner with, is mm-hmm. there a list of them online that there's links so people can kind of check out their websites, things like that? Or do you try to keep it more close so you guys so are in control of the design? I also run MMD Events Instagram. And in every post, what's really big in the event industry, we have to give each other all credit. Mm-hmm. So anyone in our industry that posts on Instagram, usually below the picture, it mm-hmm. will say, linen, let's have a okay. cake, hands on sweets. Bar Grand Bevy and have everyone's handles tagged on there sure. so that you could find them on your own and okay. giving things because, like I said, we're all just a big team and work together so much. That's why I said we in the beginning. <laughs> I see. Yeah, I get it now. So, what about photographers? Um, do you guys just recommend photographers, uh, or you have a list, or do you work with them directly? And you know, how does that work when they're shooting your venues too? Do you yeah. like to get some prints from that? Or so, some, there's you- a few that we work with constantly. I mean, some brides will, we work with a lot of people from out of town that there maybe their parents live in Tampa, but they live in New York. So they might bring photographers and stuff with them. So we don't really know or trust what they're going to shoot. And to us, it's so important because we love when a bride or the family can come and see the room before it's mm. trashed, pretty much. <laughs> Not only by people, but even uh. by the hotel before they put the bread basket down and the butter and the salt. And oh, yeah. It messes right, right. up our pretty table. Mm-hmm. And pictures don't necessarily get all the details details that are so important and they spent so much time and we spent so much time doing right so pictures are needed to you know keep that memory on and we want them i need them doing the social media for mmd um but yeah we try when it's the photographers we know i'm like here's a ladder now get up on it and take a full room shot i want this angle and that angle um and sometimes we have a lot to work with and sometimes it depends on how they edit the the room could be beiges and light pinks and it comes out like really yeah, red muddy or, or yeah they their editing of their colors of the flowers isn't always on point but they might and maybe the bride chose them because they were looking at pictures of the bride and groom and they're good at these outdoor um, portrait pictures but they might not be as good on room detail shots. So I think we kind of know which ones we like that do good room shots and what photographers we like for personal shots. So you got to find one that does both really well. Yeah, understood. Um, What are some of the reoccurring themes that MMD has seen for wedding design lately? So themes that have, I guess it's a theme that I'm obsessed with and think everyone should do is a cocktail-style wedding. Which is? No seated dinner, no buffet, not really chairs anywhere, full what? lounges <laughs> and high tops. It's uh, more okay. of a social environment. I see. Make it all about the party. Huge, awesome dance floor, three-foot stage, mega rectangle bar or huge circle bar, and have cool lounge grouping everywhere where everyone's mingling and talking. Like, who really loves to eat, like, a heavy hotel steak when you're like all dressed up and nice and it like brings your mood down mm-hmm. like i like That's to keep true. the morale up and like right when you walk in music on party starts there's still good food going around but it's not like the emphasis of right. the night and like we were saying how people don't realize how much all those little details that are at one's person's seating costs are setting to have a cool couch and coffee tables and lounge and a rug like it's more of a visual impact for right. less or mm-hmm. around the same. 
Right. So that's what I love. Well, Uncle Bob will be disappointed yeah. with the steak and potatoes he I came know. in from Arkansas. And see, that's the thing. You have to see who's important. Like, if I ever get married. You have that one <laughs> table. You have that one table in the corner. What's that table called? Table 29? Oh, yeah. What is it? Is it table 29? I don't know. I don't they know. have a certain number for it at weddings. Just it's like, like the Rando? It's like <laughs> table 26 or table 29. Everyone knows if they're set, you know, <laughs> that they're kind of the losers of the wedding. No, <laughs> but yeah, no loser when, table. When this cocktail style, I started doing a bunch of these weddings. Sounds fun. I told to my parents, like, oh, my God, this is what I want. Dad, I know you're not going to be in with it. But, you know, if I ever even get married, you might have to deal with that. <laughs> I was like, no, that, that does sound cool. But yeah. I know that he might not like when he doesn't have a full meal. But I think it also depends on what time you do things. Mm-hmm. Well, do you still and, have a buffet, though, or something? Or do you have oh, just like trays running around? Or, like, maybe a sushi yeah. station, but not... A sit down, yeah. Yeah. napkin in the lap. It's it's really cool she, when Liz has these events that she um, helps put on. She'll send a group or a video to our group chat, and it's like the room before, and it's like an empty oh, ballroom, cool. and then afterwards, it's wild to see because they'll go in and recarpet an entire room, yeah. and they the different lounges are super cool. It's like really pretty couches, like velvet couches with like pops of color and awesome mm-hmm. pillows, and just the details. It's the devils and the details. Um, what have some of the most outrageous requests so we been? Were, we were just talking about this in the office. A lot of people call us thinking we're like a prop house and that we can just throw up an Eiffel Tower or <laughs> we just have a carousel laying around. So we don't That's do great. that. We don't specialize in themes. And we have other vendors that we know in the area do. Um, but for us, requests we get that we go through with, which we're crazy, is like flipping a room. We have a wedding coming up where the ceremony and the reception are in the same room, and we have 45 minutes to do a full flip. You guys, this is so TV-worthy. Uh, you Seriously. Have, no idea. Oh, <laughs> have you guys wild. considered I mean, we easily doing, work 20-hour days. Doing, like... And then it's all down in two and a half hours is the saddest part. You could do this production <sighs> yourself and just start putting up on YouTube or something and having a TV show mm. about this. This is incredible. Yeah, it's crazy. So... This one coming up is a 45-minute flip, which is going to be wild. So it, is it between the reception and the ceremony? So we only have saying? cocktail hour to change the whole entire I room. See. Oh, Lord. Wow. Mm-hmm. So there's no other place in this venue that would suffice. You can't Not throw what they You want. can't put them outside for cocktails. Nope. <laughs> when you got enough money, you just do what oh, you want Lord. and you flip that room. <laughs> but um, another thing we've done, or we were supposed to, sadly, it got rained out. That's another venue note. Yes. If you're willing Have an to option. deal with the rain and pick a venue that has a backup because not all of them give you a backup. Right. And make sure that backup isn't a low ceiling. Yeah, like a basement. Fluorescent lit <laughs> meeting room. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, we had one that got rained out sadly. Well, sadly for the client. Thank God I didn't have to walk up and down those stairs a million and a half times. But it was going to be um, an amazing tent on the Esplanade at the Vinoy, which is like their rooftop area. And, I mean, days before, we were going to have to get uh, a crane crane to lift the tent structure mm. up there. And because it's up there with the wind, all these different ballasts to hold it right. down. Yeah, it was going to be insane. It was. It would have been beautiful. But luckily, the Vinoy had a backup space for them, and it was just as beautiful inside. So do you guys have to redesign then in a short, in a couple days period of time? I mean, to floor then... plan completely changes. You have to see if you need to add more, take stuff away. Um, Would, did you have your design for the backup plan? Do you, or is that a lesson learned? Always have your design ready for backup plan. Um, so because it was a tent, it could have worked in the rain. 
So it wasn't necessarily a call because of the rain. It was the wind. And that wasn't something we were expecting. Mm -hmm. So at first, we were like, it's happening up there regardless. Uh, But then when the wind became a factor and the client just decided walking from place to place, you're not fully tented and covered. And you never know side um, rain and all that. The lash is on. Yeah, not I mean, I think we always think about it. I don't necessarily... I don't necessarily have a floor plan backed up, ready to go. Um, but there's just so much going on up here, you know, that we yeah. we have it planned. And in that space specifically, we work there so much. Yeah, you know what you got to do. We know the measure. Like, I know the f- the ceiling there is 18 feet. Like, you know that space to a right. T and you know how to move it that fast. And and we talk to the clients and we kind of give them a limit onto how far out they need to make that decision. It's not going to be, you know, two hours before the event. They have to make the call with enough time for us to make those changes. Sure. Great. Um, let's talk about florals. So um, what is like the package for a wedding and why is it so important to express beautiful floral designs at a wedding? So the way MMD works is we have three different segments. We have the full production, which I've been talking about, which is the only segment of our company that involves floral. We also, if you go on our website, mmdevents.com, uh, <laughs> and click on the catalog, we have all the couches and bars uh, and different things I've discussed that if you wanted to have a Easter party at your house, you could rent them a la carte and Great. get uh, a lounge grouping or a cute bar and a few different things. Uh, but if someone were to say get a lounge grouping and five bars, it's kind of a big order, but we're still not going to do floral with that. That's just not how we're set up. Um, we're not a full-time flower shop. We don't have flowers laying around. We order them specifically for the events. Uh, and when we do them, it just depends on what the event is. If people are into really flower heavy, then we know how to go flower heavy. Mm-hmm. Our our motto is more is more. So we are over the top. Uh Actually, an event I did last weekend on – it was two eight-foot tables combined, but there is over 300 candles plus flowers on the, the table. Yeah. So we can load it up for sure. Um, but it just depends on what you want. I A trend that I am loving lately is dried floral. I love the pompous grass uh, and all the tan and beige, fluffy, awesome-looking things. So – and a lot of clients don't like flowers and like heavy candle, that romantic look and greenery. And people assume that greenery is cheap and it's not. Mm-hmm. And candles are not cheap either. Yeah. You forget how expensive they add up. So how do you, um, with with the design portion of it, when, she ha- when the bride has her bouquet in the wedding party, are you going along with that theme I'm, su- I'm assuming like how do you mm-hmm. d- yeah. which comes it all first, correlates basically together. um so in that first meeting they typically have their bouquet and stuff pictures they like uh and that kind of helps us pick the rest of the florals okay. uh, and amanda our owner is like our head floral designer so she is such a visionary can see it and describes things so well and draw sketches and pulls as much as we can from the internet, but we're just so different than pictures that are out there. So it, it's, it's sometimes it's hard to explain, and that's like another aspect, just trusting your vendors, right. doing your research, picking someone that you've seen their work, and being able to just go in and know that you're going to love it. Our guest yesterday 
reiterated what you're saying right now. She's like, absolutely trust your vendors. Do mm-hmm. your Just research. ahead of time and then let them do their Our job. Our happiest clients are the ones that, you know, we give them the options. We might show them three different bouquets or four different linens, but we secretly and like politely hint at like why we think something's the best and you a put lot of one times, a little in front of the other one right and yeah to keep this one back in the shadows <laughs> <laughs> for sure and, and we like, go oh, into one. it if there's something that we really like and our clients may be a little more conservative we're a little more edgy uh mm-hmm. we kind of know so we we right. have a way to not get what we want but get what's best for the room because things all you know, work together for a reason. Right. I mean, you guys have spatial awareness and mm-hmm. not everyone, all your brides that yeah. you see have that, that And that a lot, talent. a lot of, we're lucky. A lot of our clients are really amazing and the planners know how we work and have prefaced them and told them like, you got to trust these people. They're the best. Well, <laughs> awesome. Uh, I have a quick question. Who are the owners? You did mention one already. Uh, it's a husband and wife team. Okay. Matt and Amanda Allen. Okay. And they have their awesome baby girl, Ruby. Nice. Uh, so it's a tight team. It's uh, them two. Uh, and then myself and Amy is another uh, designer salesperson. And then our office manager, Christina. And then we have a huge crew staff that comes in and helps for custom bills. And right now they're cleaning hundreds of cylinders for this weekend. And everything's all pre-prepped and packed and double-checked and triple-checked. And then day of, we have, again, a huge crew that helps set it all up. Amazing. Um, who in the wedding party gets a floral bouquet or a boutonniere? So we have some people that hate them, hate boutonnieres. Absolutely not. No one gets one. Some people get one for every person. Uh, with uh, women in the bridal party, it's our job to suggest what they want. We've I have a wedding coming up where we're doing floral clips. Ooh, cute. Or not crowns, but clips. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen hoops. They have people hold like a metal hoop that has oh, flowers yeah. on the bottom yep. of it. So we give them suggestions if they don't know and they choose so for themselves. Uh, typically for the mother of the bride, grandmother, um, we give them the option, wrist corsage, a little. Um, we do like mini bouquets for them to hold. We think it's like cuter and classier. Mm-hmm. Something a little more new, modern. So it's just up to the bride and the look they want. Um, I already know the answer to this next question, but what do you guys do with the flowers after the big day? Do you have a recycling program? Okay. So people don't believe this, but flowers look the prettiest literally the day they're going to die. So they have a huge traveling process from the farms to get packaged, to get processed. They get shipped to us. We pick them up from the airport. We then unpackage them, recut them, re-put them in water. And they have to come to us days before the event. It's highly inefficient. It's like grocery shopping. It's a ridiculous amount of stuff. And we at MMD have a recycling <laughs> program where we try to, our boxes give to friends or yeah. we, we do recycle. And But it's so much waste. Um, but day of, we have all the flowers, bring them to the event. And I bring them home mm-hmm. for that quick little 24-hour life they have left into them. Abby tends to get a uh-huh. few leftovers. Um, but donating wise it's really hard to get someone to come bring them to bring them to a hospital for them to only last a few hours at yeah. that point um when we do over order flowers it happens um and they're still in the buckets um we have a company we call um 
I forget what their name is, but they come and collect them and they make arrangements from them. So once they're cut and they're put into foam, they really have no water. They're kind of going to die right away. But if we haven't processed them and built them yet, then we donate. And if I have arrangements that I think are going to last a little longer, um, I bring them to the Children's Cancer Center and oh, nice. they have them just around there for their different dinners uh, and meetings and stuff they have there. It's nice. I'll come home at the end of a really long day, and there'll be a beautiful floral arrangement in, in my kitchen. Liz, not Liz. Max. Best girlfriend no. ever. <laughs> um, no, it's awesome. Liz is like, she'll send pictures. And then for my birthday, um, Liz had a beautiful event that she put on. And the I, night before. <laughs> and I threw myself like a birthday brunch, and she came in. She was like leaving in the next like two uh-huh. hours to drive down to Key West, but she's like, I got some flowers for you, and comes and like lays like a uh-huh. full like centerpiece and like did like a photo wall with flowers. I mean, it, it really transformed my birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, so, any insider tips for brides to make a wedding seamless? Think back to what you just were saying. Find, do your research and find vendors that you trust. Find a really good planner that's super detail-oriented, knows, you know, where to find the cool things, like the Sit Me I told you about, knows what photographers they like and trust, and a company like us that they like and trust. That is the main thing, so that you can sit back and relax and trust the professional's judgment. Right. Because if you don't trust us, then you're never going to be relaxed. It's not worth paying for us. You should have just picked it all out on your own. Right, right. Well, cool. Let's roll into ra- rapid fire. Okay. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. Let's write a little Star Wars uh, trilogy here with Liz's top ten. Mm-hmm. Go go for all it. All right. Day or night wedding? Night. All the, It's too hot for a day wedding. Uh-uh. <laughs> is that the only reason? Or is mm, the atmosphere? I'm a night owl. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, our, our photographer yesterday, too, she prefers night weddings. Mm-hmm. So they're beautiful, too. There's something really romantic yeah. and sexy about them. Sure. What is your favorite bridal color? Well, my or what's favorite trending color in right life now? Is white. <laughs> oh well, that is I fitting. I love white. <laughs> yeah. So for the whole bridal party, though. Yeah. yeah? <laughs> is that I'm the modern it. twist on it? Yeah. I just got my bridesmaid's dress for my friend Marilyn's wedding, and it's like eggnog. Mm. And it's it's not stark white, but it's really pretty. I think it's gonna look really pretty. Honestly, really, I'm lately into like having a bride tribe but not bridesmaids Mm -hmm. like people that you go to your bachelorette and do everything with but on day of not really having bridesmaids it's so much stress for everyone and so expensive it's very expensive process for for the average person it's a a lot to ask of somebody uh and honestly I don't like getting ready with other people (laughs) oh really (laughs) too much stress around me the room gets dirty I'm too OCD I can't handle it (laughs) you're in that side bathroom down the room Mm -hmm. out the way huh yeah Um, (laughs) for sure Um, favorite Tampa Bay wedding venue Um, I mentioned them a few times Vinoy we work there constantly they're super accommodating they have big beautiful rooms and venues and a lot of different uh, locations on property and that's in downtown St. Pete for those that aren't familiar with Tampa Mm -hmm. Bay area and downtown St. Pete the Vinoy it's a gorgeous gorgeous location Mm -hmm. Um, do you prefer to be in the wedding party or a guest this is just kind of like a personal thing well like we just said it's expensive it's (laughs) obviously guest (laughs) (laughs) this weekend I got one that I'm a guest where that's rare for me to happen where I'm not working it and I'm so excited oh that's gonna be fun but I feel like even if if you were to be a guest you would still be heavily involved oh well I mean I already yeah, I am involved. You'd be like changing, like the I, if, the, if something oh was God, off, you'd like sure. turn it around and make and brought, it centered. I'm flying home, but a f- I have a friend that's driving, and I dropped off baskets and frames and things that I'm bringing. Her, her, one so. of her best friends in Key West is getting married this weekend. Are you? Is that? Are you going as well? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I'm Wasn't excited. sure. 
Um, buffet or sit-down dinner? Cocktail style. <laughs> <laughs> no food. I don't. I don't know. I'm not a. If I'm there to drink and party, I don't want to eat a heavy meal. But I don't know. I guess if I had to choose between the two, I think I would rather buffet than sit down. Just as Get long as there's want. not like a like one of those sneeze guards. That thing is a total oh, turn off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Another thing, actually, my father suggested. He went to a wedding like this, and he was like, Liz, this is what you're doing, family style, where each mm, table mm, gets, like, mm, three casserole-style yeah. dishes, and you eat what you want. It's fresher. It's hot. It's all right there. And like you get Buca de Beppo. Remember that yep. place? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure. More. Maggiano's or whatever. Yeah. Where it's family style. I like that, But too. then you can't have centerpieces. That's true. you got to have a big table. That's <laughs> right. Um, favorite flower? <sighs> I like peonies. That's what Tallulah had for her wedding. And we made this beautiful little bouquet for my mm-hmm. little one, too, who was the, she was flower girl, but it's her sister. They're the best. Yeah. They're but gorgeous. then, like I said earlier, I like the dried stuff now, too. Mm-hmm. So, flower, that, but. So, would you couple maybe, a, like, some dry mm-hmm. with living yeah. as well? Mm-hmm. We've done a few recently where we've mixed huge um, sprays of pompous grass in a beautiful bouquet. And it just gives it some height and texture. What about favorite honeymoon destination, if you were to choose for yourself or something cool maybe you heard someone well, going? Well, I was all about Bali until even watching the Kardashians travel the most elaborate way, 20 hours, I just can't do it. Right. Mm-mm. Like they were in all of first class and then a private plane and then a helicopter. And I'm like, mm, still looked horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Still looked way too long for me. Um, so that was my We could take God. steamship there. That would be really be bad. <laughs> From the no. 1920s or something? Yeah, no. <laughs> um, takes three months to get there. Yeah, maybe just like Europe. I love Spain. Yeah, have you been? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I studied abroad. Oh, nice. For two months. And I've been other times, but yeah, I love it there. Um, this is a funny question to ask you. Uh, heels or no heels day of event? Heels all day. Abby knows. I we, don't like when we, people wear. We don't even go out for events. Well, we for could be, anything. We could be going to the movies, and Liz will show up in like heels. Yeah, sure and thing. I'm five ten, so it's really like I'm real up there when I'm wearing them. But I just don't like flats. And you're supposed to like feel good and fancy on an event day. Yeah, heels. yeah, for sure. Um, best bachelorette bachelorette location, definitely not Bali. No. Um, I was recently talking about this with a friend the other day. Um, pick somewhere that's close. Don't spend your money on travel. Like we were saying, you could have such an awesome time in Miami and spend your money on like a yacht instead <laughs> of everyone spending $600 to get to the place. Yeah. So that's my most recent place. But I mean, if money was an option, a yacht uh, off the coast of Ibiza in Spain would be my <laughs> Choice. Nice. Keep dreaming. Yeah. You, you need to get some richer friends because that's not me. Um, but you did just go to Punta Cana for, mm-hmm. for that your was friends. Fun, easy. It was all inclusive. Uh, there was 21 of us that went. Wow. And it was seamless. We had a really great time, which people are like 21 girls. No roofies. No fights, no nobody got kidnapped. No one lost a thing. Wow. wow. The alcohol didn't really work, I will say. I feel oh, like that's kind of surprising. it was an all-inclusive resort and yeah, we would drink what was free, but I'd be like, no, I need, like, I'll buy a bottle of Kettle One. It was like $50 for a bottle. And it's if like I drank water. the amount of drink, uh, amount I drank there in America, I'd be dead. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
mm, I don't feel much. <laughs> so they're, they're watering stuff down, you think? Yeah, for yeah. sure. But it was a beautiful resort. Yeah, because oh. they were like, oh, God, 21 girls are coming. we got to water this shit <laughs> yeah. down. Can't have any cat bites. <laughs> um, yeah, so. How do you unwind? I think it's your turn, isn't it? Maybe. How do I unwind? Yeah. Um, with wine? With wine. But actually, uh, Tampa's newest distillery mm. is Dark Door Spirits. Where's that? Uh, they don't have a location yet, but you can order um. it online, <laughs> and it is a lavender it's gin. It's so new, they don't even have a location. <laughs> They're looking. We're, we're looking for one. Um, but it, they have a lavender gin that's Oh, amazing. beautiful. It's at a few different places. At the Fenway Hotel, uh, they sell it at um, Burns Liquor Store. It's so good. So Dark Door Spirits. Yes. Great. That'll be great to check out. Mm-hmm. Well, All cool. Right. Well, well, thanks for sharing, Liz. Yes. Thanks. Um, how can we find MMD? And I highly suggest everybody go find them and check out their Instagram. It is gorgeous. Yeah, at the work MMD they do. Events. Uh, and like I mentioned earlier, if you're interested in uh, renting out items a la carte, uh, mmdevents.com on the catalog. Everything that we rent is on there. Great. Yeah. What about you? Is there any personal social media you want to share as well with your expertise or uh, keeping it keeping it on the DL? Well, because I run MMD's Instagram, I kind of just post everything to there. Okay. <laughs> so even put, with Punta Cana, <laughs> all those pictures went up. So just <laughs> ignore those pictures <laughs> on your handle. But anyhow, great. Thanks for joining us today. Thank we really you. appreciate your expertise and sharing all your knowledge with us. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yep. I'm Abby Kiefer. I'm Talia Keen. Stay pretty, America. Stay pretty. This is a Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy Quick Fix on Radio Influence. There's a poignant moment in people's lives where they make a choice to do something differently. And for me, like my poignant moment was a divorce. 10 years ago, almost 11 years ago, I made a decision that I was never going to say no again, that I was going to try to do everything in my power to look at life and grab it as much as I can, to exceed the expectations that I had for that moment within my life. Okay. And it's, it's something that I constantly look back on it. It's the moment where the world of Duffified began, um, where I had an ex-girlfriend who I spent a tremendous amount of time with many years. We were together and she was there during that time. She was there during the rebirth of me, who I am to take me to this position where I am today. And you guys hear me all the time that I talk about my career, my career, despite the fact that I've been in it for 25 years as a chef or 24, that, that my first 10 are, are really times that I reflect on that I can never change, you know, and then I've got my last 10, my last 10 are always evolving, ever evolving every single day. Like I learn something new. I have a new experience or I, I find out a different way to do things. So for me, like that was my poignant moment. And I think that those, those times sometimes show up in so many different ways. And that's kind of where today's show, oddly enough, is going to go into. Duffified Live with Chef Brian Duffy can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and RadioInfluence.com.